Welcome to The Digital Week. I'm your host, Monica Bradley, and with me today is Professor Marek Kowalkowicz. Today, we're talking about Health 5.0. Marek, continuing this exciting topic of Health 5.0, we've just finished, uh, we've done a previous podcast around the evolution model and mm. maturity models to evaluate all our complex health systems. But in this one, we really want to take a deep dive into with the revolution of technology and tech players that are really coming to health. And there are some interesting uh, trends happening in this space, Monica. So um, I was just doing my uh, review of news and seeing what's happening uh, in the space. Uh, Amazon, they have received uh, licenses for wholesale uh, distribution of drugs in 12 states in the US. Mm, right? that, pharmaceutical uh, drugs. Pharmaceutical drugs, yes. Uh, that, that made a, a few well, companies... Well, I guess uh, we have to ask that question. That's right, that's <laughs> right. They, they, it made a few organizations like the CVS yeah. of the of US quite worried. Uh, you look at um, all those wearables, right? Apple, uh, Apple Watches and the likes. They can these days uh, recognize uh, your blood pressure issues or predict blood pressure issues. They can predict sleep apnea. Um, uh, those organizations are toying with ideas of analyzing blood sugar levels and wow. so on. So there's lots going on in this space. Yeah. The techs are all coming and they've got self-interest written That's all right. over them as to what they want to do. They're, yeah. they're seeing revenue streams. Mm. They're seeing an undisrupted industry that's been very linear, that's been very hard to break into and, and that um, are not satisfying their customers or their patients to a degree. So there's opportunity. Mm. Um, so if we, we, we always like to go to a framework that makes sense and has some credibility being you know lodged in academia. Academia. Mm. So the World Health Organization talks really to these kind of, uh, they do two evaluations. Yep. One is a global index of the cost of healthcare and also the quality of healthcare. Mm. In Australia, we have, we're wonderful in that we're in high quality, but we're also in high cost. Mm. So digital and, and technology could perhaps help us lower that. Um, countries like the US um, have the, the kind of reputation of the reverse of that. They have actually relatively low quality outcomes and very high cost outcomes. Mm. So almost the worst case scenario. Mm, mm. But there's three lenses really, isn't there, that the World Health Organization looks at when analyzing systems. This idea of quality of healthcare, responsiveness, so responsiveness and adaptability to the needs of the groups. And the third item is fairness in funding. So that's right. are you happy if we do a deep dive exploring sure. to those? Yeah, absolutely. And 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 that's that's a that's a really good framework to to think about when we think about the disruption that mm. uh, tech giants might bring. And we've seen it before, right? We've seen tech giants checking out or eyeing uh, other industries. And, you know, they're never incremental, right? When mm. they decide to enter an industry, think about any of the industries that uh, you know, are commonly referred to in discussions about, mm. about disruption, uh, they just shake the industry up completely. Well, and health is an area, or wellness is an area of your life where people are have a high a high interest and a highly valid to invest, right? And and my life and how well I live my life is a major component of how much I might have to spend. It's a huge market. It's a huge market. So uh, one of the lenses that we apply in the chair mm. is 
you know, thinking, how would someone else run a business or an industry? Ah, uh, derive. Derive. So, yeah. so it's almost like asking right now, and it's not about Google, but it's all about asking, hey, how would Google run healthcare, or how would Amazon, how would Facebook name a company, name a digital mm. uh, giant? And that starts to bring some interesting insights into, you know, into how quality how the responsiveness, how the fairness of funding in an industry such as healthcare would change. Okay, so let's dig into a few um, examples or analogies of how that might work. Um, so if we look at quality, for instance, you know, we're seeing uh, it's very interesting in the pharma or the supplementary, complementary medicine space. We see these, you know, drug stores in America or pharmacies here in Australia with rows and rows of supposedly natural health. It's right. full of like made up little capsules that just have different names on the outside. Yeah. Well, my local supermarket has a health food section and it's all plastic boxes <coughs> with pills, right? I like to prefer the fruit and vegetable section is my health food that's section. Right, right? That's right. That's right. It doesn't appear that that's the way it's being portrayed in the wider area. But that's uh, you know that, that's one of the the things we take for granted in the current health industry and the understanding of, of the current health industry. Derive if a digital giant uh, decided to disrupt an industry like that, or when they decide to disrupt uh, the industry, they will ask themselves first this question: What is health? What are health foods? Right? And suddenly, this is where those digital giants will focus not on the GP as the beginning of a value chain, right? but perhaps GP as one of the final steps of the value chain in the healthcare industry, right? Well, we would hear complaints really about medical GPs, certainly here in Australia, that you know someone's coming with Dr. Google again, right? Mm -hmm. That they, you know, customers and or patients are coming much more informed. Whether that information is actually accurate and correct is yeah. obviously arguable. Absolutely. So, so my watch just vibrated and asked me to move. Yes. Right. This is an example of a uh, of a focus on healthcare even before any issues uh, occur. Right. So this is all about keeping us healthy. So proactivity, another great theme of the digital economy. Absolutely. How do we proactively get triggers that would enable us to to do health? Uh, it just occurred to me we should have done this uh, mm. podcast on health on uh, treadmills. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Note yourself. We'll get yeah, that right yeah. next time. Could we? Could we? Could we? Could we think and uh, you know so clearly? That's that's a good question. Yeah. So in terms of the quality, you know, we're thinking about things. Uh, certainly, patient zero here in mm. um, in Queensland is an app where people are rating their medical experiences. So a little bit like TripAdvisor yeah. for for my experience in the medical phase. So that that gives a quality signal even at a peer to peer level yeah. to my network about what I've liked or not liked. I'm yeah. particularly fond of integrated doctors that uh, don't just take a medical lens to my well-being but actually look more expansively and preferably those that start with a genome test at the very beginning is yeah. is helpful in my eyes. Remember just just as we rate Uber drivers the Uber drivers oh, rate no. us. I know. The same would happen with doctors, right? Exactly. So you might want to be nice to your doctor next time <laughs> you see them. Right? Well, yes, okay. <laughs> I think as once I found one, Dr. Google or Dr. Watson might be my doctor. All right, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So what are you finding in that space in terms of what's your lens about uh, specific examples that might happen in quality if a big tech came in? So, so it's really integration of all of the data from our lives that maybe currently we don't consider health related, uh, but at some high level mm. when we apply artificial intelligence, when we start to analyze the data uh, coming uh, from you know, various uh, uh, 
uh, various sources, the data about our lives, we could create a much better profile. I would call it a uh, electronic health record on steroids. It's yes. almost like your Facebook profile yes. with I'm all it. of the data about you. And even my sentiment, right? So because yeah. there's sentiment analysis of what I'm actually posting. At what time of the day am I posting? Yeah. That will tell them whether I'm sleeping or not. Correct. I mean, that's if I'm not already publishing through yeah. if this, then that. My yeah. medical data probably into my Facebook stream. That's right. Or my Strava. And, and in some cases when perhaps, you know, let's imagine I had an accident and I wouldn't be, I, I, I wasn't able to communicate with a paramedic. Uh, the moment the paramedic gets close to me, they get my profile up on their widget, whatever yes. the device they would be using in future, maybe a mobile phone, maybe something else. They would see whether I'm an do uh, organ donor, what, what type of, uh, uh, you know, what blood type I have and so on and so on. That all coming through that profile that I would perhaps make available, you know, on a proximity basis. When sort of in gets case of me. emergency, that That's ICE, right. which ICE. is in my phone. And it, exactly, and it's already starting, right? Mm. So, you know, it's already there and some people use it. Okay. It, uh, it will grow uh, both in the um, in the range of how many people use it, but also in terms of you know how much data is available. There. So as as people like Google and Facebook enter, say, the quality lens of the health system, yeah. they're going to be looking for opportunities to provide proactive prompts to me to either spend or click to people that are paying them for advertising. That's right. And it, and it starts to talk about the responsiveness of the health industry, mm. right? So that second attribute of, of the health industry. And uh, look, I could imagine a, a, a major change in, again, how the health industry or professionals react or proact, should that be, uh, should that be a verb, uh, then to uh, some situations. You know, maybe in an extreme case, and we did uh, write about it about two years ago in one of our research reports, if I drive a car and if I have an, you know, an accident, mm. uh, perhaps my car could communicate to a hospital and say, well, Marek's hip bone is broken, why don't you start 3D printing an implant that could be um, implanted as uh, as quickly as possible. Mm. So that type of you know proactiveness uh, is is also possible. That reminds me a lot of uh, uh, Dr. Mia here at QT, who's doing three D printing of skin and body parts. That's right. Same same uh, area, right? Correct, correct. So this is that that confluence of trends in technology social expectations, but mm. also business models, right? There will yeah. have to be a, a good business model there. And of course, driving responsiveness is, is it needs to be human, but it also needs to be personal. Correct. Um, so it's interesting to see the recent study that's been released, uh, a longitudinal study that's being done in the US with a group of post-pediatric children from birth that for the first four years of their life had their genome tested and have only been treated by doctors according to what their genes dictate mm. are their medical concerns. So they haven't, um, they haven't treated them for generalized conditions as every baby should have this. Yeah. They've only treated them to their genome yeah. and they've, they've resulted in a 50% drop in the cost of health. Wow. And an uplift in the quality. So that's the case of extreme personalization. Mm. Um, of course, sometimes Can we need to that? be careful there, right? Yeah. It's, uh, there's, uh, there's a lot of moral aspects that need to be considered, but the moment we address them properly, this could be wonderful. Yeah, totally. And then if we move on to this fairness in funding, you know, I hear a lot in the public discourse about the cost of healthcare. Obviously, personalizing so that we're not treating everyone, even though at the bell curve, we know there's only really those people right at the middle of the bell curve yeah. that actually get benefit from generalized treatments. Yeah. So uh, how might we 
what are the lenses that a tech startup or a disruptor coming into health would place on this lens of fairness of funding? So it's a, it's a bit like, you know, if we ask about Kickstarter or GoFundMe, we already have a, a relatively easy answer, which is... You're uh, already you know, seeing that, you know, help fund my liver transplant or help fund me to move from one jurisdiction where I can't get a medical treatment to a new jurisdiction or a medical trial in another country, right? That's right. So we're seeing an emergence of completely new funding models. Uh, but then using the same lens, derive, and asking a question, mm. how would Google do it? Uh, you know, an obvious answer is some of the medical uh, services would be completely free of charge. Now, Google would try to mine the data as much as possible mm. and monetize it in some other ways. Perhaps advertising, right? Uh, you know, so that, that, that mass personalization. So the 3D skin printing person that's now a private person sitting somewhere in an algorithm writing center enjoying themselves on a Tahitian island yeah. uh, perhaps would pay for a Google AdWords to have theirs or integrate to be the first alerter. That's to, right. to fulfill your skin printing need. That's right. And uh, look, uh, some, some very complex business models uh, could emerge there. And you know, we see a lot of complex mm. business models uh, in digital space where some products or services are seemingly free, uh, but the monetization is happening elsewhere. Yeah, or right? there's a basic free model and then an upgrade. So That's right. in countries like Australia and Canada where we enjoy universal health care as, as kind of a as part of our psyche and a part of our our, our method of, of governing our country, um, there could be different lenses to say an American system that's highly privatized. And there's a there's a almost perverse reason why oh, this yes. could work. Uh, there's a reason uh, why the digital giants of this world want us to stay healthy and stay alive. Just one? Uh, many of them, all of them, right? The, but one the, the, very overarching one. Uh, I can sense it. You've got something coming here. <laughs> there's, a, there's a reason, which is, you know, we need to stay healthy and stay alive because we need to make money and we need to spend the money. Most of those digital giants in the world are effectively advertising businesses. This is how they make money. Um, so as bad as it sounds, and it does sound bad, uh, it might actually end up being good because those digital giants might think, how do we make more people, billions of people in the world, disease-free? Sounds familiar. This is mm. what uh, Zuckerberg and, uh, and his wife uh, announced as the, the goal of the Zuckerberg-Chan initiative. Mm. Um, so alongside Google Gox, I might have... Google Docs. <laughs> I might have Google Health. That's right. And it may be a right. free service for me. And Google Health tried it. They, you know, they had to take a few steps back recently. But I, I, you know, we see them coming back into this space once again. Uh, but look, this is the point. You know, the more healthy people, the more productive people in the world, the more money they make, the more money they, sp they spend, the economy of the world grows. Uh, and those giants are doing better and better. So it brings a whole new lens to the lifetime value of a customer. Oh, yeah. So my life longer, more money. The, that's and right. they want to keep me also well, right? So that's, a, that's they just want to keep me alive. They want to keep me spending. You need to be productive. Income you need to producing be asset. Absolutely. Excellent. Absolutely. Oh, Marek, that's mm -hmm. fascinating. Mm -hmm. So thanks for, very much for your time today. Thank I've really Mike. enjoyed our deep dive in and mm. putting the derive lens. So if I was Google, how would I run health? That's right. Fascinating. That's a wrap for today. Thanks for joining us. And join the conversation at our Twitter handle, at Chair Dig Economy. Um, we'll see you next time on the Digital Week.